0: Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation and then we converse. And I am Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Eggs, bacon, and toast. I just yeah. wanted
1: no, I just wanted to like the listen to just for like half a second to go. Wait, didn't I already listen to this that, one?
0: I think that was last week. That was last week. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Hope, it, hopefully, it was worth it. <laughs> and I haven't eaten breakfast yet. And so, I think I will probably get to that after recording this. Yeah. By the time we get done with this, it's going to be lunch. Yes. Which is great also because I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing. Uh huh. And I'm, I'm nailing it between meals. But I uh, am basically skipping breakfast and eating a late lunch. Uh huh. So, I mean, I'm ready to record as long as we can because it distracts me from the fact that I'm hungry. You eat so, you eat you eat a late lunch? A late lunch, yeah. So like okay. around two usually. Wow. Yeah. But do you, do you have like coffee or anything? Like, oh, I have so much coffee. Okay, well that's fine then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have uh cause the, the plan that I'm following, they're like, drink water and coffee in the morning and black black coffee. And I'm like, I already drink black coffee. I'm nailing mm-hmm. it. So it's really just the I should probably drink more water, <laughs> but uh, the water's the water's in the coffee. So. That's that's what I think. Right. Doctors, like, you probably shouldn't drink that much. Like, what do you know? Yeah. You don't know my body. Did you go to school or something? <laughs> Did you get, like, a medical degree in heavy quotes? Um, I,
1: I'm also a doctor. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> now, I, now I can also just see someone, like, writing their thesis on heavy quotes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got... <laughs> Sorry, that's so stupid. <laughs> A medical degree on heavy quotes? No, I got I got my like,
0: doctorate on heavy in heavy quotes. Oh, I thought you meant they they were writing about like quote obesity. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> There's a. It's um, an epidemic. There is an epidemic of quote obesity. Um, so, like in Pawnee, pregnant those, pauses everywhere. You know, after after a season of pregnant pauses, I mean, it's hard to it's just... lose your heavy quotes.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I mean, oh, those COVID those COVID nineteen quotes. They're the worst. They're sympathy quotes. Sympathy quote. I I gained quite a few sympathy quotes. <laughs>
0: so uh that's neither here nor there no that's that, that's <laughs> I mean, not even anything really. really i don't even know what I that mean, was that's part of the con- conversation mm-hmm. that's that we are promising in the very name of this show but today we are talking about season five episode 21 and i didn't write down the title oh, swing swing vote. swing vote swing vote and uh this the basic uh overview of this episode is leslie is trying to convince jeremy jam to vote with her to preserve the Pawnee Palms public putt-putt mini golf course. And, uh, and so that's the tension of the A plot. But then we go to the B plot and we see that Andy is recognizing that his band, Mouserat, is playing without him uh, and he does not handle that well. And then we also have uh, a follow-up to Tom's uh, ill-fated relationship with um, Mona Lisa Saperstein and trying to get out of that relationship. So those are the the three plots that are happening uh, in this episode. Um, Jeremy, what are your uh, overall impressions as we uh, are starting this conversation? How do you feel about this episode? Uh,
1: I felt like it was a missed opportunity for more puppet. hut. I mean, that's pretty much what this whole episode is about. I like Putt-Putt. Uh, grew up playing Putt-Putt. We had a great course down in in uh, South Tacoma called Parkland Putters. Um, still there. Still running. Um, as of the recording, Friday, September 9th, 2022. Um, so, I think that's why this only got a 7.5 on IMDb. I think the people have spoken. They want more Putt-Putt. Um, obviously, we've got shows now like Holy Moly. Right. So, you know, um, yeah. There's putt putt content available. There is, if somebody right. wants it. And they were they were right there. They were so close. They, you know, 2013. They really could have could have brought it with the putt putt. But, um, I, and also I like the the snow cone slushy thing. And also I, I never really thought of using a straw in a snow cone. I think that would have made things a lot easier. So uh, I haven't seen this episode
0: in a long time, and I was like, man, now I really want a snow cone with a straw. Yeah, the straw is an interesting touch, and I think what. The next innovation in snow, te- snow cone technology, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really something that's already available for us, is we just need to get that McFlurry straw mm. that mm. has a bit like the McFlurry s- spoon could also be a straw, right? Um, a square, it's a square straw, but still, yeah. So there, I mean, the, we're so close. Uh, right. if we just rounded the McFlurry straw a bit, and I know the McFlurry straw is part of the mixing of the whole McFlurry situation. I get mm-hmm. it. But, um, having a snow cone straw spoon combination, kind of like a grapefruit spoon. That's also kind of a knife on one side. Like, I mean, we're so close guys. We're so yeah. close. Yeah. Like a spork, but with yeah, a straw, but a straw. So the other a, thing, a <laughs> sprawl. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah a strewn. Uh, the, the, the other thing I was just thinking, is, like, if you look at a snow cone cup, it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a conical shape. What if, what if instead of a straw, what if we did like brought back the hat, the party hat where you put in and then, so after you're done, you, you can put, you can attach like a hose to the bottom of the cone. Right. And then just drink yeah. right out of the
0: bottom of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, you're a good idea machine. <laughs>
1: Well, again, a great idea. Again, 7.5 IMDb. There was a lot of a lot of plot holes here when it comes to snow cone and yeah. technology. So I think yeah. they left a lot on the table. What did you think? What do you think of this episode?
0: I uh, I like this episode. Uh, I I I really my favorite part is Andy <laughs> and the band dynamic. Um, yeah. Just because I used to be in a band and I left the band and they continued without me. which was you know good for them um i mean they broke up shortly after but whatever um (laughs) and uh and so like i went to a show that they were they were playing and they were playing songs that i helped write and it was one of those things where it's like oh yeah this does feel kind of (laughs) weird so it's like going to a wedding for an an ex-girlfriend it's like hmm (laughs) this is weird um so yeah but so I, I thought it was funny just the way he handled the whole situation. I did not <laughs> try to get up and write my own swan song about, Aww, about the duckman I always wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this is a good... I, I think this is as fun episode. I really, really hate Mona Lisa Saperstein. She's just... I thought Jan, John Raphael was awful, but he was right. She is the worst. She is very much the worst. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's just... Makes me uncomfortable in every way. So, her just her in her fuzzy vest, like
1: I just felt like she. Did you ever see the movie Caveman with Ringo Starr and Shelly yes, Long? Yes,
0: of course I have. <laughs> yeah, right. And Lyle Alzado. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, this is something that maybe only people in the Northwest who grew up in the Northwest around our age might understand. It was on dialing for dollars. Yeah, all the with, time. with art. Yes. And, uh, and that movie was, I, I've seen that movie probably, uh, you know, I went to school. For 12 years of public education. And every summer, I feel like I watched that movie one time at least every summer with a dialing for dollars. Um, and because I was home alone, I could watch whatever I wanted. And I landed right. on that. Sure. Good, that movie, good choice. That movie is learn- so stupid. <laughs> learn how to make omelets with the egg and like and- watch out for giant dragonflies. <laughs> yes if you haven't seen this movie a
1: totally worth
0: it b totally terrible yeah it is one of those things where you'll be like it's just checking it off the list right like Ring- it's- ringo star is the lead actor let's just leave it at that yeah it's so bad it's so bad <laughs> anyway you said it was kind of like caveman oh i don't know It just know her, it came up. Her, her, no,
1: her vest her fuzzy vest reminded me oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Of, of caveman and it was just it, it bothered me so much because that movie was so corny and then she was there and it was she was already uncomfortable
0: i don't know the whole thing it just really yeah it just really brought it all around so yeah man i cannot i cannot believe that this came up <laughs> like, I don't think I've Talked about this movie with anybody In my life even my brother and sister Who we watched this movie together You know like we never Talked about it <laughs> okay. It's not All something right. we talk about no. like Every summer we're watching this movie again It's like do we have to It's like no it's just agreed Upon don't you don't turn away from Ringo Starr he's a Treasure Richard Starkey <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, well, let's uh, let's talk about these these plot lines then. Let's start with the A plot and then we'll go to the B plot and then we'll hit let's, the C plot. Let's do it. It's alphabetical order. So Leslie comes in right away into Ron's office and she's coming in hot, as the kids say because she's reading Ron's budget proposal and he wants to cut the funding for the Pawnee, Palms, Public Putt-Putt. And he is, uh, she's very upset about this. Um, And her talking head, you know, she's talking about how Ron is anti-government. And there are certain things that just you don't cut, like schools, police, mini golf, merry-go-rounds, parades, gazebo repair, rose bridges whatever pretty gardens and hummingbird feeders (laughs) so uh you know she's got her standards pretty high um and ron wants to is opposite and so it cuts back to the office and he wants to cut useless government projects useful projects future projects and past projects so i don't know how he's going to cut a past project but he's going to find a way he's trying to get the hoover dam taken down i know uh have you been to the hoover dam I think so. Is that the one like on the way to Las Vegas? Uh, well for us, it was the way leaving Las Vegas. I guess it depends on <laughs> which way you go <laughs> leaving Las Vegas. Oh
1: yeah. 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 I think, I think I have been, I think you drive over it or you something drive over it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it, it's a, it's pretty impressive. But, yeah. And I, I, I was, I, I was not ready for like, I was about to go to the grand Canyon the next day. Um, and the Hoover Dam, if you're flying to Vegas and then drive up to the Grand Canyon, I think the Hoover Dam is a good uh, primer, like to like to get you ready to see the Grand Canyon, because it's also way amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, I was very impressed with the Hoover Dam. It's a big water wall. I mean, really. It is. Yeah. Um, and it is used to create electricity, to generate electricity, mm-hmm. to power Uh, that that region Um, and it is an an important part of the infrastructure uh, for the southwest unfortunately the lake behind it is also uh, going away because all these others all these other water projects are like hey we're going to take some water off of the colorado river too Um, and it's not going well but the cool thing is if you lost a car with a body in it in the 50s it might show up in lake mead real soon so (laughs) so if you want to get that car back um yeah because of the mafia oh gotcha
1: yeah, yeah. i thought you're like hey free bodies no <laughs> yeah
0: oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's a it's a mess down there so um yeah so ron is uh holding his principles and leslie is upset and she's going to try to get the um get the the funding for this, uh, passed with city council. Um, and, uh, and she's going arg- to make her arguments at, at the meeting and she's going to win. And she also is ensuring that putt putt is going to be around forever. And when she's done, it'll attract more visitors than Hoover dam and produce double the amount of electricity. <laughs> and she's just like, it's already has windmills. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. She's on her way. Um, and so she goes, she runs into, uh, jam and Milton in the uh, hallway to see how they're feeling and about this and uh Milton was is it's a great reversal here but it's also not totally unexpected because he says last time I was there I saw kids of all races getting along and playing it was terrible so I'm voting to get rid of it because <laughs> Milton is old and he's a racist um and uh and so it was one of those things where it's like could he be a good person? No. No. Nah. No, he's a terrible person. Um and then uh Jason, and the, yes. You know what else? You know who where else you can make a lot
1: of electricity? Exercise no. like clubs, gyms. Like when people are on treadmills and on bikes, like yeah. why don't they just hook them up to and create energy? Well, the treadmill requires energy. Yeah, not
0: it can't be that much. Those like LEDs and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't and, know. And magnets. But the, the the treadmill, you have to get the belt going. If that's why that's you run the electricity. But you're running. You're making but, it move. Well, I mean, you could probably find a way, but most people who are doing the treadmill don't want to work that hard Uh-oh. to get it to actually move. <laughs> they want they want the machines to tell them what to do. Yeah. I for one, welcome our robot overlords. Anyway, just yeah, it was just but the bikes. In my you could you could wire it up to your house like right, right now. With oh, yeah. An exercise bike to create a small generator so that whenever you want to watch television, somebody has to be riding the bike. Yeah. All those Soul Cycle, like club mm-hmm, classes, mm-hmm. they'd be generating me- mega gigawatts, you know, of Maybe power. Maybe even gigawatts. Maybe in the future. If they travel, we know what that means. Five miles per hour and get struck by lightning at the right time. Mm-hmm.
1: Right by the town hall. Anyway, so continue. I, I just, uh, just popped in my head.
0: Yeah. So, uh <laughs> so uh Hauser and Leslie are in favor of saving it. Milton and Dexart are wanting to vote it down. So that leaves Jeremy Jam as the swing vote. And so Leslie is uh, going is trying to woo him over. Um and he has he's torn because he loves cutting gov- government programs but also mini golf rules. And then on the third hand, he hates both Leslie and Ron Swanson. So how many like, hands do you um, have? And uh, and so Leslie invites him to uh, to go play mini golf uh, as a way to try to show him how awesome this place is. Um, and so cut to that evening at the mini golf course, um, and uh, Leslie is has brought along Chris Traeger to serve as a a caddy for them. Keep score, keep things upbeat, keep things light, and Chris takes this as being a conversational lubricant, and Leslie points out how gross that is. It is gross. Um, so, Chris, but Chris loves being a caddy because he just wants to bring positive reinforcement to everybody. So he encourages somebody who takes a shot. He encourages the the custodian person who's sweeping. He even says, "Way to be duck." Um, so, uh, and we are re- revealed again, how terrible Jeremy is, because as he's coming in, he's, he's not using a standard putt, putt, uh, uh, club. He brought his own, uh, not putter. And, uh, he's like, yeah, some fat Hawaiian guy left it in my waiting room and came back for it. I was like, Oh yeah, uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so he stole it from a guy. Um, yeah. And so, uh, Leslie offers him hot dogs. And he's like, you know, I have irritable bowel syndrome. You racist. <laughs> Which, what? I don't know how that has anything to do with anything, but all right. Um, so, uh, so then, uh, she says, well, how about a snow cone and Ron, uh, just Jeremy, you know, he's going to have a lot of snow cones. Yeah. Um, and then, but Ron shows up and, uh, he asks if he can follow along with Jeremy and Leslie as they are playing, This game. Um, And Leslie is not happy that Ron is there. So when Jeremy goes to order his snow cone from a snow cone stand, he (laughs) asks the snow cone worker if they have Budweiser Black Crown, (laughs) Uh, which I've never had Budweiser Black Crown, but it's still a ridiculous question to ask to a snow cone stand. But that's just how I feel. You had a reaction when I said Budweiser Black
1: Crown. Well, I've never had it either, and I just, just I remember the commercials, and it was like that's just a bad idea in in commercial form. So, the fact I just like that they chose that as the like the goof on Jeremy just to show how bad he is because, uh, yeah, Budweiser is terrible
0: as it is. Plus the yeah. Anyway, I think what they're going for is like what's the douchiest beer? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I went with that. Do you have Zima? (laughs) No, yeah is they don't make SEMA anymore they don't oh it's just that do you guys have white claw <laughs> that'd be the new anyway. white claw uh, uh yeah um is that beer what is white claw it's like seltzer alcohol it's like, right yeah, it's alcohol seltzer it's okay. it's getting
1: it's getting they're just dumbing it down it's just watered down alcohol at this point it's literally water alcohol I'm like <laughs> So it's basically just water
0: with, like, hand sanitizer mixed in. hmm mm-hmm. And then they, mm. they threw a couple, like, raspberries in there or something. Yeah. A couple of blueberries. And, so, and the farts of a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter. I don't know. I don't know if she made this up, but she said it was so funny. And uh, I just – she says it all the time now because she knows I laugh. But she says, uh, LaCroix tastes like what TV static would taste like. <laughs> what? She's <laughs> oh. like – I don't know. Not yeah, good. Yeah, if you had if you had sprayed pledge on it first. <laughs> but I get it. Like you, yeah, I'm like yeah, that does. And uh, here's the other question: Is like, when have you ever seen TV static? Child of the 2000s, right? You didn't. You didn't have to fight the static wars to dial in to dial for dollars and watch. Art Peterson caveman. played caveman. You don't know. You weren't there. So. Your mom's never told you to dust the TV. <laughs> you didn't have to get up and walk all the way across the room to change the channel. So instead, you just watched whatever was on. <laughs>
1: I you mean, never how... you never you never had to turn the, the little the switch on the little box that with the two prongs that attach to the screws in the back of your TV just to turn on your Nintendo.
0: <laughs> oh, my word. Yes. Oh, that, Those two prongs. That's the antenna receiver. And oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These TVs, man. And now that people are like, I'm going to take out the, the cathode ray tube and I'm going to turn it into a terrarium for my tarantula. It's like, no, you, that's even a worse show. <laughs> it's pretty pretty sweet screen, uh, screensaver. It's like, no, no tarantula wants to be in your terrarium, Craig. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Ron and... Uh, and Leslie and jam are all walking along here. And, uh, Ron's like, I'm not playing. I'm just going to try to point out how ridiculous this place is. It costs the cat taxpayers thousands of dollars a year. Later we find out it's $9,000 for the whole city budget, uh, which is not that much for a city budget, but not for mini golf. I relent. It's totally worth it for 9,000 bucks. That's a steal. I know Ron's just a turd nugget. Um, (laughs) so yeah, yeah. Um, so the, uh, so yeah, so Jeremy's having a snow cone and Ron points out, Oh, Leslie's buying you a snow cone and tomorrow you're voting on an issue that she cares about. Hmm. Uh, and so he's pointing out that he's bright being, he's being bribed by Leslie. Um, and, uh, yeah, so all of this stuff, Leslie's not really a great example in this episode. Um, and, uh. And then someone comes along. And it's like, hey, they, uh, or Chris comes and he's like, hey, guys, they gave us free Mylar balloons. And Jam dibs on the dinosaur and the pirate on the dolphin. He gets all the balloons. So it's all about Jam because he's on a boondoggle. Um, a boondoggle? Yeah, it's where you go on a trip uh, and like you say, let's say Pfizer wants some gotcha, yep. money somehow or legislation. They'll take Congress people on a trip. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. to go fishing. And they might treat them really well. Just say, hey, we just appreciate your service to our country. They never say, Hey, I want you to vote to save my putt putt golf course. But it's a uh it's a way to try to win influence. Yeah. And so that Leslie's doing a boondoggle here. Um I only so- knew
1: boondoggles when Deb was trying to sell them in Napoleon Dynamite to raise money <laughs> for college.
0: <laughs> your mom goes to college. Your mom goes to college. <laughs> Uh yeah, so, um yeah so Leslie is just trying to uh, keep things going and win Jeremy's vote at all costs, even her own soul. Um and uh, and Chris points out at this point that Jam is leading by eight strokes, um and he's about to set a course record um and a record for friendship (laughs) um (laughs) we were watching we were watching wayne's world the other day oh Uh, man yes
1: excellent and uh (laughs) party on and and rob lowe is in that for those of you who haven't seen it he was in wayne's world yeah he's the he's yeah yeah he's the guy that he's the bad guy right yeah and there was, there's a, there's a part in it where he's convincing, he's trying to convince them, uh, Wayne and Garth to have the sponsor on the show. And he goes, I put in a sh- I put a show in for him. Cause you know, I taped them all cause I'm a huge fan. So I put a show in for him and he literally jumped out of the seat. <laughs> so his literally, he's been doing that for a very long time. Oh man. Oh man. I, I gotta watch Wayne's world. Yeah. Anyway, you'll, you'll see. Also I, also Wayne says that's what she said before The Office, which is probably where Michael Scott got it from.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. because Michael Scott was still very into the comedy of Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, for a long time. And Borat. Much longer <laughs> than it needed to be. Um, <laughs> so uh yeah, that's amazing. I I Kathy asked me the other day, like a month ago. <laughs> Uh, is have I ever seen Wayne's World? I said probably, and she said, "Should we watch it? I said, is it funny?" I said, "It is funny, but that doesn't mean you would like it." Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would like it at all. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's such a good movie. It is. It's a great movie. It's really funny. Um, so Ron is uh, pointing out that Leslie also is like, "Hey, you're deliberately losing," which is a form of lying. And we all know that Ron, it hates lying, and it's the only thing worse than lying is skim milk, which is, is water that's lying about being milk. So, um, so Leslie just wants Jam's vote to keep the course open, um, and uh, and <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Ron is trying to hold Leslie to some standards here. Um, and cut to the next scene. Leslie is terrible like mini golf because she is losing on purpose um because she wants jam to feel good um and just like uh, she did with
1: the bowling episode with the yes. guy that she didn't like and she was losing on purpose to get the guy to vote to like her and vote for her she'll yeah. do anything for votes leslie yeah. come on even though she's an excellent
0: boulder bowler ask ron
1: mm-hmm.
0: ask ron <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, so, uh, Chris is like, Hey, I'm going to let Julie go home, uh, because it's getting late and Jeremy's eating all of the syrup. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't make snow cones anymore. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, so yeah. He, Leslie's like, Oh yeah, let, Julie, could you stay a little bit? Cause Jeremy wants her to stay. And, and she's like, I have snow. I have calculus homework. And Leslie's like, Oh, mass useless, which I agree with. Um, there's an app for calculating tips. That's all you need. Uh, and as Julie's leaving, she's like, actually meth is very important, especially for young women staying in school. I've made my (laughs) point. So, uh, so then Ron comes in and like, I made my point. Leslie made hers, which way you're voting. And Jeremy's like, I just still don't know. I'm on the budget. I'm on the fence on this whole budget thing. Um, and so then Ron says, how about Leslie and I play each other? and uh and so they are going to or jeremy says this and ron's like yeah let's do it an athletic competition where both parties are competing their hardest is certainly more honorable than whatever this charade is Mm -hmm. or as the british say it charade i found out last night that the queen loved to play charades um and i was like all right british guy slow down (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so they are, uh, playing and they're down to the last, uh, the last holes here. And, uh, Ron is leading by one and, um, and he just needs to get this one, uh, shot, uh, and, um, and Leslie's trying to convince, uh, distract him by saying things he doesn't like bean sprouts, tofu, Ralph Nader, <laughs> and Rand is a terrible writer, <laughs> which if you don't know who. Anne or Ayn Rand is she is the reason America (laughs) is a mess um there's a lot of people who took her philosophies and um and her novels and almost to the same level of L. Ron Hubbard uh Scientology there's people who look at Ayn Rand and say no she's right about everything it's crazy um Anyway, that's not what this show is about. Um, So, uh, but Ron makes it, he wins, and he, um, uh, according to this, has won. Jeremy's vote um, and Leslie is very upset um, and then the guy comes over and is like hey you got a hole in one on this dragon hole I'm supposed to give you this dragon too and it's a stuffed animal and Ron's like oh wow this I'm going to keep this trophy in my office and Leslie takes it from him and gives it to a kid and the kid runs away with Ron's t- trophy. That was a cool dragon man too It was like, a cool dragon
1: like, It's kind of lame Leslie. She's just not being cool this episode Yeah there are
0: times where Leslie is the worst and this is part of that. But in this journey, Leslie also learns something mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. principles. So, yeah, you know, Ron, uh, Chris points out, like, we lose the most. We learn the most about ourselves from our defeats. And this is one of those episodes where Leslie loses, but learns the most about herself. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And the star with the rainbow goes by. Yeah, that was NBC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah good. cross. Yeah, I like that. Good I'm tie all in. about Synergy. I'm All about the tie-ins. Synergy. Yeah. They're cross-vertical uh, integration. to t- integration. Uh, yeah, all of that. Platform. So. Yeah. <laughs> platform. Never badmouth Um So uh, next day, Ron comes into his office, and there's a giant gorilla in his office. Awesome. Uh, and this is from the. Uh, the putt putt golf. Um, and, uh, Leslie says, you know, this gorilla, it used to bring joy to hundreds of Pawnee families, but then you got rid of its habitat. So it died. Your office shall serve as its monkey tomb. (laughs) So, um, uh, yeah. So Ron's like, how much did you pay for this? And Leslie was like irrelevant. Um, it's, I will pay any amount of money to properly shame you. (laughs) So, uh, Ron Ron killed Harambe. Oh. Oh, man. Wow, that was that's sad. Um Harambe, everybody, was a gorilla at a zoo, I believe, in Cleveland that somebody went in there because people are dumb and they had to kill the gorilla because people are dumb. Um You said Cleveland, right? I think it was in Cleveland. Sorry, I no, I wasn't. I was just trying to (laughs) connect the dots
1: with yeah, anyway. Yeah.
0: So um yeah, so Ron is like, listen, I hold to my principles and Leslie thinks those principles are wrong and they stink and, uh, they disagree. Um, and, uh, and Ron's like, thank you for my new silver backed friend. I like him very much. I will call him $9,000 of taxpayer money. (laughs) The gorilla. (laughs) It's a long name. Yeah. And Leslie's like, his name is Mr. Fuzzy face. Um, so Leslie's upset. She leaves, she goes to her office and Jeremy comes in and he's like, Hey, what's up L- yellow head which is a weird thing to say to somebody um and uh and let's like hey you won ron got your vote last night and jeremy's like but everybody knows my word is garbage so <laughs> well yellowhead, head is kind of like
1: i mean the least offensive thing because at least he's he's. He, it's like when you call somebody redhead right so at I least guess. he's he's just he's a jerk to everybody i guess he's what's
0: up br- what's up brownhead? <laughs> James I don't think we should the I'm
1: just say that, and should never say that. Never mind.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> he's awful. Um. So Leslie is uh, being confronted with, uh, you know, with her own, um, complicity in Jeremy's awfulness because he points out, like, hey don't look so shocked. A few months ago, you traded me your office for Mm -hmm. the swimming pool. Mm -hmm. You had, you brought in a teenage girl last night to put me full of snow cones. This is simply (laughs) how people like us Mm -hmm. operate. Oh, and this is the moment that Leslie learns. I don't want to be like Jeremy jam. So she goes to Ron's office to say, uh, first of all, that his code of honor drives her nuts, uh, that congratulations that putt, putt has been defunded. And, that she's furious uh, that only because jam is going to double cross you and i made him stick to his word and then also i'm furious that putt putt has been defunded 4 i'm sorry that the gorilla's blood was on your hands um twas leslie that killed the beast five pup is for children and they are the future and she's gonna write a whole thing to save it later and then her code of his code of honor drives her nuts but makes him a wonderful human being and proud to call her friend um and so ron offers her a drink And they sit down talking about all of this. And Ron points out, like, look, you are in politics and there's going to be a lot of people like Jeremy Jam along the way that you are walking. Um, And so just don't be like Jam. But also, is that really the path you want to walk? And so uh, and then I'm going to put that gorilla back in when putt-putt reopens and, and Ron says that gorilla was a gift from a very determined coworker whom I respect. And there's a certain code of honor that accompanies gift giving. (laughs) I think, I think Ron just genuinely likes the gorilla. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it, it's like his avatar.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The silverback,
0: you you know, later, um, when Ben's parents get divorced, uh, and they sell, they've been divorced, but they're going to sell the house. Um, and, or their lake house and Ben and Tom are drinking blueberry wine (laughs) and they're walking home. Oh yes. (laughs) And they run into other Ron and they talk about spirit animals. (laughs) Like, Like, uh, this is like this, this gorilla is Ron's spirit animal. Um, so, uh, what is, I'm trying to remember Chris or Ben's, I think it's like baby snow owl or something like that um and Ben's like yes <laughs> so
1: sometimes yes. you eat the gorilla sometimes the gorilla eats you
0: Hmm. I, I love that movie too so many good movies um so uh that movie of course is Congo
1: <laughs> Michael Crichton's number one animal-based uh movie franchise of all time
0: you know that movie I, I actually really liked that book Oh, yeah, the book was amazing. The book was really good. It was fun. The movie was fine. But what ruined it for me was when the lava's coming through and the gorilla cannonballs into the lava. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was in the moment in the theater. It was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, these gorillas can communicate with one another. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. He's cannonballing into lava? Stupid. <laughs> so That's where you right. lost me. All right. We got to get to the B plot. Okay. Um, So, I (laughs) uh, I guess they're at the bar, Andy, Ben and April are at the bar. Uh, and they're celebrating that they, uh, were able to get a donation for the Redwood music program, um, which was something Andy was passionate about. Um, and, uh, um, as it starts out, Andy is, uh, getting two beers and an ice water for Ben because he's the designated driver and Ben points out, Andy, you drove here. It's like, ah, too late. I already ordered you water. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you, you going to do? <laughs> um, and, uh, and then because to the a talking head and it's like, somehow I just ended up becoming the designated driver and paying for everyone. And I didn't even choose the bar. I should be more assertive. <laughs> <laughs> so and they're listening in the band and the band is playing and Andy's really enjoying it He's like man this this band is really moving me tonight and Ben just is like it's sounds sound kind of crappy to me <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing because in just a few moments uh April says like this sounds like one of your songs and Andy's like, oh, you know, mouse rat has a lot of influence on people, <laughs> and and we're <April's laughs> like, no, this is a mouse rat song, and you hear at that moment, spread your wings and fly, yeah. And Andy looks up and he sees Burley and uh, and the band playing, and he's like, that's my band. I didn't re- recognize us without me because I'm the only one that matters. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then they call themselves Rat Mouse, and um, <laughs> Andy is pissed um and uh and so they're playing without him they're playing the songs he wrote and so then after their set he confronts burley and chang and um and he says uh hey i was over at the bar enjoying a night with my co-workers and then i looked up and what do i see a band but you're missing something like i don't know the lead singer the song songwriter t-shirt designer nacho chef (laughs) so um burley's like hey your nachos are terrible Why don't you melt the cheese? (laughs) (laughs) This guy, (laughs) like, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know that how that detail came about. Like, (laughs) Andy doesn't melt the cheese on the nachos. It takes too much time. I guess, but this is something that somebody in the writer's life, right? Exactly, needs to do this exact thing, or or they had a, a roommate who was like, "I made nachos, and
1: it's just a plate of room temperature chips and cold cheese yes. slivers on it." And they go, "This isn't nachos. Yeah, it is. It's cheese on chips. Define nachos? Do they have to be microwaved?" And I'm sure it led to this giant argument. Yeah. So and I like let's put that in a TV show,
0: and then people will talk about it in a podcast, and then that person who downloaded the podcast. <laughs> Because somehow they found us by the power of the internet. And they're like, wait, was Mike talking about me the whole time? <laughs> Finally, let see, and it then, all came around. And then Charles calls up Mike and Mike's like, hey, man, why don't you just talk to me directly about the nachos? Why did you have to go through a television show that I didn't watch when it was on to a podcast that I was, as I was rewatching it on Peacock, I was like, oh, there's this podcast that's talking about it. And my friends, Jeremy and Jason, who I've, whom I've never met, they were talking about it. And they pointed out that this might've been something that actually happened. And then I was like, Hey, I used to do that. Mike, just tell me, man. Tell me. <laughs> I'm glad we're healing people's hearts and relationships. Yeah you know not every not every episode do you have the opportunity to reconcile pain points for people um, but i don't get not you I've never yeah, you're a nacho. You're, you're a bit of a nacho. I, I think, I feel I like you're a Nacho.
1: I just, I don't, the cheese gets cold so quickly and they, I mean, depending upon where, wherever I go, it seems like it's just a pile of chips. Even you can put the most amazing toppings on, but you get this pile of chips with no cheese inside. And so you get this, this crust of cheese on top that then like it's melty. It's awesome for the first, about 15 seconds. And then <laughs> it hardens and you get one nacho, cheese crust chip thing, and then just a pile of plain chips underneath. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get the appeal. And every time, every time it happens. Yeah. Explain well, to me the, the, the,
0: the allure of the nacho. I'm sorry this happened to you, first of ha- all. Happens. Still. Well, okay. I don't go places and order nachos. I make my own. Oh. Because I'm an American. <laughs> and I, uh... Because when you go to like, my, my wife loves the fake cheese at nacho places. Um, so when you go to like the stand, the stadium, right? And you get oh, nachos, guess, which is a, a chip tray and then a cold cheese oh, tray. Oh, But oh. she loves that for like a minute and then like you said it gets cold and then she's like i don't like this anymore it's like well we paid 48 dollars for these stadium nachos (laughs) so you're gonna eat this um and there's never enough cheese to go there's there's not enough it's (laughs) no the cheese to chip ratio is is awful it's awful the only place that i would go to get nachos is 7-eleven because because you you make your own you make your own and so you take you go and say i want nachos they give you a bowl with chips in it and then you go over to the the chili and cheese dispenser which i don't know why more houses don't have those in their house um but uh you can then like because you have the two operate you have the lid for the chip bowl you can mm-hmm. take some chips out of the chip bowl and put them in the lid double nacho and then yeah put a layer of cheese down and then put the other chips in and put another layer of cheese down.
1: Oh, like a good, like a good popcorn server who will yes. put some some yes. but,
0: some butter halfway up and then yeah. fill it the rest of the way up. Right. Exactly. So you can do that on your own. And That's, so 7 Eleven's worth it. Yeah. Um, but at home, what you, you have to make a base layer of chips and cheese and then more chips and more cheese. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. throw it in the microwave. Or, or I've done this too, you get the big cookie sheet and make a big old cookie sheet of nachos. Oh my goodness. It's so good. Um, but yeah, going someplace and ordering nachos, they're not going to do the work necessary to make it a full and life giving nacho experience. You're a nacho artist. Thank you. I think we've all learned something.
1: (laughs) I've learned a lot today. i I just haven't explored nachos enough and i'm gonna stop ordering them yeah don't
0: order nachos at places make that should just
1: that should just be a t-shirt
0: don't (laughs) order nachos yeah i mean there's no reason that you should spend 14 dollars for nachos at azteca like if I'm, you're doing that, you're a sucker. You're a sucker. And the folks who are running that local uh, Azteca, they're just like, "Look at the sucker! Look at that! Look at that gringo thinking they're going to get a good nacho experience here. They can do this at home." So anyway, pre-funk before you go to Azteca. That's I don't, I don't know if everybody heard that I have not eaten breakfast yet. <laughs> Let's go. I've oh, breakfast! Theories. You think there's breakfast nachos? Oh man, you know what I want to do is, and I, I've seen this around, I just haven't been able to go to someplace that has this, but ice cream nachos. Okay, continue. What is that? Like like with So the... you take a waffle cone, right? Yes. You break it up uh-huh. into like chip shapes. Sure. And then you you do the same thing, but layers are uh you get a soft serve layer over the different elements. And so you have to have a good thick waffle cone but you like take pieces of the waffle cone and scoop the ice cream out with it you can put your chocolate sauce your caramel sauce your candies all kinds of different stuff it's a dessert nacho i'm for it i'm Done. totally for it
1: we should, we should just open a nacho restaurant breakfast nachos regular nachos dessert nachos yeah so like a breakfast
0: nacho would just be like tortilla chips and eggs and yes, cheese and cheese and like sausage yeah it's We'd like have... a really difficult breakfast burrito yeah like it's gonna break anyway
1: the deconstructed burrito breakfast burrito
0: <laughs> yeah i saw something that said uh it's a meme I, I just i love it every time i see it but if tacos can fall apart and they're still awesome so can you <laughs> <laughs> yeah because because when a taco falls apart it turns into nachos exactly i saw a thing that was so brilliant it was a taco uh <laughs> so you get a plate of tacos, right? Uh-huh. And then you have this funnel that is on the bottom of the funnel is a tortilla, and so you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> you eat over the the, the funnel, sure. and all the stuff that falls out falls into another taco
1: (laughs) that's genius it's like
0: why why do i not have this (laughs) it's tacos it's
1: tacos all the way down just taco
0: so 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 good load it up um yeah again i have not eaten uh (laughs) all right we gotta get going (laughs) so andy confronts them and they're like hey we tried to tell you and we called you like twenty times and Andy's like, Well, I dropped my phone in a bowl of cereal last week, you idiot. And if you had bothered to call me, you'd have known that. Now here's so. the thing
1: about here's the thing about cereal. I don't
0: get when no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man. If we're talking breakfast tacos, there's no reason. I mean, breakfast, not, breakfast foods like bref- brefics, breakfast nachos, but also like what if we had breakfast tacos and the breakfast taco maybe has a, uh, instead of meat, like eggs, you put cereal in there. So it's like a crunchy taco with a soft shell. We'll, we'll workshop this
1: man but i think we gotta get through this or else i think your blood sugar is getting low you gotta get just keep going you're
0: gonna pass out i'm doing fine i'm doing fine right. um and so andy calls them burly and the backstabbers and he's upset um and uh that's a good name yeah and uh so yeah. and they're like uh burly points that out it's a good name and and chang's like yeah he's really good at coming up with names um so andy is like well i'm done with He's talking to April and Ben. He's like, I'm done with that band. I mean, I'm an adult now. I work two part-time jobs. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so he's like, I also, don't need the stress of playing guitar with my friends every few weeks.
1: <laughs> I also like to point out Andy's awesome Pearl Jam shirt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yes, you are a big fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah, I like the Pearl Jam. And when Eddie Vedder said, meer, 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 meer. Dude, you just mix?
1: You just did Eddie Vedder's impression of Dave Matthews.
0: <laughs> a little baby. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Which, so... which, which, which uh, Andy loves both. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when Eddie Eddie said that and that really hit me Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and April is trying to like be supportive it's like yeah all right they're terrible without you Burley's terrible and it's like actually has a really beautiful voice yeah Ben (laughs) uh, yeah so April keeps like whenever Andy like says something uh, nice about April about Burley and the band I love how April is like automatically blaming ben like he's the dog that farted in the room (laughs) it's like that's what's happening so like um but uh and april is like you know i only listen to like german death reggae and halloween sound effects Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. andy's band isn't really my thing um and bet midler so
1: obviously yeah but um, she but she loves but she loves andy like in that like she actually actually cares about it him
0: right so yeah she wants to be supportive mm-hmm. um about this major life decision um and so she he's going to retire from music but first he's going to do a farewell performance on the stage two nights and uh she's gonna he's gonna show these folks they made a huge mistake and so all he needs is a piece of paper a pen four more beers a computer fan and they need a lightning bolt of inspiration and it's uh, and then ben says what's the computer fan for <laughs> And indy says sometimes you use a computer it gets hot the fan cools it down. <laughs> He's not for him. He's like, oh no, I do need a new computer fan. Oh, I thought he was. Call-
1: I thought he was calling himself a computer because he was working so hard. Like, I need to be cooled down.
0: No, I think he. Oh, you just straight up- that he needed a He's computer like, oh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how. That's how I'm going to read it. Okay, I, I like it. You can read it your way. It's it's left vague on purpose. <laughs> so, like. Uh, like like a pro jam song (laughs) yeah exactly even flow and then other things are coming out of his mouth um so the uh andy gets up on stage like hey everybody i'm andy dwyer uh and i form you may have known me as the artist formerly known as the lead singer of mouse rat well after tonight you'll only know me as the former artist formerly known as the lead singer of mouse rat and he announces his retirement and he's going to sing a swan song and he starts singing and oh, it's actually about a golden swan of a man <laughs> and uh, how his he made incredible nachos and everybody claimed they loved them. And then the bandmates uh, screwed him over uh, with a massive rock and roll shove. <laughs> and then he sings, this is my swan song. Watch me fly. <laughs> There's two uh, things he puts in every song. Yeah. Chase your dreams and Spread your wings and fly. That's so, right. Um, yeah. yeah. So he's retiring. And uh, and then um, he goes up to Burley afterwards and says, uh, I just want you to say, I'm sorry I haven't been to a rehearsal, but you sing or write songs or I'll walk on stage in front of me. Um, and he's like, I love playing music with you guys, and I want you back in my life. Wait, I, oh, I lost some stuff. Oh, man. I totally cut some things out. No, you're. No, he no, was like because he comes into the office in a suit. Oh, that's right. And he's like retiring from the the band, and he, um. Yeah, Oh, man, boo! I messed it up. Um, and so he, but he's retiring. Yeah, I, I got you.
1: Because, okay. he says he goes, This is how because he comes to the office and he has
0: a briefcase and he
1: goes, coworkers, I bid you adieu. <laughs> <laughs> Which is goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> and is like, whoa, fancy Andy. He's like, oh me? No, this is just how I dress now. Cause, cause funny goofball Andy is going to be gone. And, uh, he goes now all you're left with, uh, the professional remains. I'm an adult now, and I'm going to focus on business because it gives me more time to play video games so yes. uh, and then april's like no the, but the band is is so important to you call burley get it you know he'll have you back um he goes why so they can steal my swan song jokes on them i forgot it because so, now he's he's business guy now uh right. except uh, he can't get into the case uh because it's locked and and ben's like yeah because that's my briefcase <laughs>
0: So that's when I believe that yeah, it comes back. Yeah. And yeah. Andy's convinced to call Burley and apologize. And and Burley says, Hey, we never wanted to kick you out, but you just didn't show up for practice and we <laughs> like to play. Uh, so is that, like, why you left, back. is that why you left the band? You just no. like to stop showing up? <laughs> no, I left the band um, because I knew that we were never going to be famous. Oh. And I needed to get a job. Oh, so you are just in it for the money? I was in it for wanting to be in a band and then I was wanting to also then become an adult. (laughs) So I had a lot of stuff that I had to do to get the job that I wanted. So, um, yeah. So that's why I left and no regrets. Started wearing a suit
1: and got a briefcase.
0: I have never owned a briefcase in my life. How dare you? It's a satchel. Um, so, Yeah, Yeah. so they're back in, and uh, and Burley is like, and uh, Andy's like, hey, I'll let you sing. And and Burley's like, ah, it's okay. I'm more of a backup singer. And April's like, yeah, you can say that again. And Andy's like, no, no, you have a great voice. Again, April says, yeah, Ben, don't say that. (laughs) Um, And so they're back in, and he's like, I'll even try melting the cheese on the nachos, all right? It won't work. You're going to look like (laughs) such an idiot. (laughs) So then they go uh, to play a show, and, and they're like, hey, we're back. Mouse Rat's back with... Uh, mine, me, Andy Dwyer, and then this is when we learn that Burley's name is also Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) So, Andrew Burley Burleson on lead vocals, like two lead vocalists who's ever done something like that? And then Ben yells out, The Beatles, (laughs) because of course he would, (laughs) because he's right. And Andy just stares at him and he's like, "Um, Three, four, (laughs) counts him (laughs) in. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that's my favorite plot uh, line of this this episode. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we get the C plot, which uh, Tom is dating Mona Lisa and he's he needs to break up with her um, because she's awful. And um, and so he we get a scene where they recognize how how awful she is. And Tom has a. <laughs> <laughs> talking head was like dating her is as is awesome, except that I live in constant fear for my life. So I guess it's time to do the mature thing and have someone else dump her for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he goes to Anne and he's like, "Hey, I need you to break up." Uh, um, Mona Lisa for me. Um and and Anne's like, I'm not gonna do that. And he's like, but I'll give you that Chanel blanket that you love so much. And and so Anne's on board. Um so (laughs) Chanel (laughs) O'Neill. Yeah. (laughs) Chanel O'Neill, that's my favorite. Um so Anne uh goes to talk to Mona Lisa and say, Hey, I uh you remember me i used to date tom and mona lisa pulls a screwdriver out of her purse it's like oh you want to do this i will bite you <laughs> and uh and, and like, i don't want to fight and she's like okay and just puts the screwdriver back um and she's like, i just want to talk to you about tom like, i know him pretty well and she's like do you know his atm pin because i can't crack that code um it's like no i i I know just dating him drove me nuts. He was just a total control freak. I had to put a coaster down everywhere. Uh, and all the coasters were made out of pictures from Diddy's Instagram, to which Mona Lisa responds, Diddy's on Instagram? <laughs> why didn't anybody tell me that? And then she yells at everybody, like, why didn't y'all tell me that Diddy's on Instagram, you jagweeds? <laughs> and she's like, who are you yelling at? The Jaguets. <laughs> so, um, but then she's and is like, you know, about his tough financial situation, right? And she's like, what are you talking about? He owns his own business. Um and she's like, well, he's borrowed a lot of money. When you're not around, Trump, Tom drinks tap water. <laughs> and uh and she's like, What? And she goes over to Tom, like, you're broke. Uh, and she's like, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go out with poresies Um, so she's like, Tom's like, Oh yeah, I'm totally broke. Are you upset about that? Um, and yeah. so they're broken up but now mona Lisa's like Anne's my new best friend let's go dance um and so cut to the evening continuing and this is all happening at the bar that where is wrestling with his future in the band mm-hmm. um and uh Anne comes back out and she's totally made over um and mona lisa gave her this makeover with uh covered in glitter and anna nicole body spray um which is something that she's just continuing to make on her own uh with water and baby oil. Um oh. so that's gross. Um and uh and so Anne's like now you, Tom, need to break things off with me and Mona Lisa because I can't be in this relationship. And Tom's like, I try to get involved in other people's personal relationships. <laughs> um and so uh Anne is trying to convince Tom like you need to get me out of this friendship, cut to another scene. They see Mona Lisa coming and Tom's like, okay Uh, follow my lead and they start making out and monoli's like what is happening and this is what she says i'm going to quote this all right what the and this is all what she actually says because they are on tv they can't say all the things all right but it's so brilliant what the mother effing seeing effing king f is (laughs) going on right now (laughs) i just love uh that they uh they did that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Tom's like, sorry, we can't keep our hands off each other. And is like, very accurate. Um, and then Mona Lisa, all right. So you want all of us to get together then. Um, and, and is like, no, you are totally misreading this whole situation. Um, and, uh, Tom's like, well, maybe hear her out. <laughs> so no, Anne's out. I'm out here. You still owe me a blanket. Um, and, but Tom is like, no, we should not date. And, uh, Emily's like, oh, me neither. Um, and so she's like, I've been single for an hour. It's great. Um, and so the, uh, le- she then looks over at this other person. And is like, Hey, it's just some random woman. They're like, Hey, you got to get together with us? And that lady's like, all right. And so there's one more craziness here happening, uh, in their relationship next day Anne is in the courtyard, Tom brings the blanket. Um, and, uh, and Tom says like that woman, that random girl she grabbed after you got in the fight uh they got in a fist fight in the parking lot and a mate, eventually mona lisa threw a cinder block through the girl's windshield uh and she took all her birth control pills and said now you're going to get pregnant um so and then she turned it and sold those as ecstasies to a bunch of college kids uh that were drinking goldschlager at a gas station <laughs> so um so he's still not totally out of that relationship um and uh And then, but he did bring the blanket, the chenille blanket. uh, And, um, and, but he also gives her some rules. Uh, And he's like, you have to be nice to chenille O'Neal. It needs to be brushed regularly with a lint roller. And if I kept out of direct sunlight. And if it's ever at one picnic, I swear. And then Anne's like, fine, whatever, keep it. I don't want it anymore. And Tom ends the episode with the blanket. Yay. So the only person who has no real transformation in this episode is Tom. (sighs) so yeah well Uh, he he may or may not have gotten out of a relationship no he's still in the relationship yeah so um yeah because mona lisa is a emotional vampire so yeah so that's uh season five episode uh, 21 swing vote all three plot lines We we had i think we covered some good ideas about nachos breakfast dessert Lunch, dinner, lunch and dinner nachos could be the same. Um, sure. Uh, Let's work in those breakfast and dessert ones. A yeah, little, <clears throat> little bit of crossover
1: there. Yeah, we talked about snow cones. Mm-hmm, hmm Yeah. Yeah, uh, we, we, covered, we covered covered everything. We covered quite a bit. Um, I think uh, next week is, I believe it's the season finale for season five, yeah. episode 22. It sure is. Are
0: you better off? Yep. That's the one. And then we'll wrap up season five. then we'll only have two more seasons of parks and recreation to go over oh man it's It's happening it's coming quick this episode this series also has time travel it's true which which i love when we get to it so yeah all right well we should uh we should stop let these people these fine listeners go on with their day find their dessert nachos whatever man you just want to go eat (laughs) <laughs> maybe a little bit okay um so all right well i will see you later and uh yeah have a good uh, have a good day man you too bye